This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, yeah. And it is going to be covered by the Saints for a touchdown. It's your inside pass to everything Saints football. And the kick is good. We'll take you to places most fans never go. We'll watch from 60. To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room. Following every twist, turn, and touchdown of the 2022 season. That is going to be a touchdown. Taysom Hill. Taysom TD. Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. And that is going to be a touchdown again. And guess who? Mike Thomas. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Oh, baby. Happy Thanksgiving, Houdats. Jeff Nowak and Steve Geller hanging out on Inside Black and Gold. And we're going to mix things up a little bit right now and talk about some, some things we're thankful for this Saints season. I know it hasn't been a pretty year in terms of record-wise, but there have been at least some bright spots on this squad that I think that we appreciate and should take the time to recognize. Gobble, gobble. Turkey noises, yeah. Okay, yeah, so we're going to do this, you know, and... uh yeah, so we're going to talk about the things that we are thankful for in this Saints season. And you might say, well, what could that possibly be? Well, we did some creative thinking and we we came up with some options. You know, I'm sitting here in my, it's technically a Pelicans hat, but it looks kind of like a turkey, so I'm wearing it. And uh, yeah, so what are you thinking? Well, I'm going to throw this back to you, Steve. Tell me, what okay. is the first thing that you are thankful for? I'm thankful for the... Saints 2021 draft class, honestly, I think between Chris Olave. 2022 draft class. Your 2022 draft class, sorry. Uh, Lante Taylor and Chris Olave have really performed well and look like they are going to be studs for this squad. Still to be determined on Trevor Penning. Uh, We'll see what happens with him. But like I said, those two picks right there have me uh, hopeful and encouraged for the future on both the offense and defense, obviously, and hopefully we get to see Chris Olave's production keep rising and maybe taking home Offensive Rookie of the Year honors something that we saw a current player in Alvin Kamara do. I'm just hoping that he eats some turkey and puts on a couple pounds because I need him to get bigger. I I think you're going to be fine with him slowing down a little bit if he gets bigger (laughs) because I get worried about the guy. He gets hit real hard a lot. And eventually he's not going to get up. <laughs> I have never seen someone take as many big hits as that man in like his first 11 games. Like, I don't understand it. it. He, he, like, I don't get it. He just gets blown up and he always gets up except for that one time. And uh, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully he can put on some turkey weight and uh, maybe that'll help him. Yeah, I'm kind of aggravated. I think it was may have been Pittsburgh where the fact that I felt like I heard the helmet to helmet contact on the sideline, yet no flag, of course. There was a flag. Oh, we did get. I, I, don't, I didn't remember that. I'm sorry. Pretty sure. Okay. He, he got a flag. There was two plays in that game. There was one where he went up and didn't catch it, 
And then the second one where he did catch it and he got nailed in the head, bonk, and uh, he dropped it, but there was a flag. Yeah, it was a 15-yard play. For a while, I felt like Alvin Kamara might have been the, 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 the player that was most hit in the head but never got the, the you know a flag on it. Yeah, maybe it's because like the Florida Lee looks like a target and they're just going after it. Oh. <laughs> anyway, okay, my turn. What yeah, am I thankful, thankful for? for? I am thankful for Alante Taylor's attitude. And what I mean by that is like every great, every good to great cornerback, in my opinion, they treat like this, even the decision to even like throw in their general vicinity as like a personal insult. Like, I can't believe you even considered doing that, whether it's true or not. Like they just take it as like this, like, oh, oh, really? And they just like, you know, like just that, that kind of like mentality is like, you know, like I like Jalen Ramsey, you know, uh, Darrell Revis, you know, Patrick Peterson, these guys like you throw at them and they're just like, really, you're going to even try this. And then they, and then it doesn't work. And they're in the, the quarterback's like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't do that. You know, like the, there was a game, I think it was uh, against Arizona. It was the Kyler Murray or yeah, Kyler Murray like started throwing at Alante Taylor. And then he was like, you know what? I'm going to go after uh, Chris Harris on the other side of the field. I think that's the better option. And Alante Taylor was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Stop throwing my direction or I'm going to knock it down. Anyway, like I just appreciate it. Like every time he gets targeted in coverage, he knocks it down. It's like, I don't know, like you feel more confident just because of how he's operating out there. He he knows that he's better than you, whether you know it or not, or whether it's true or not. Like he knows he's better than you, and you can't teach that. Yeah, and he has that mentality too. You could tell if if uh, he does have a bad play, is able to shake it off quick and put it behind him. It doesn't linger and, and you know, kind of stew up there in the brain for the entire game. Well, like against Pittsburgh, right? He he missed the tackle on George Pickens, and then like three plays later, he he like decleated him. Like that's <laughs> that's the type of guy you want. That's the type of attitude you want. I'm very I am thankful for that. I'm definitely thankful for another guy in uh, surprisingly, I'll say Jawan Johnson, who's been a guy that has really come along later on in the season and at a position where the Saints really needed some help, and he seems to be that guy at tight end right now, at least. And I know some he's had some production in some garbage time minutes, especially late in that uh, Arizona game, but has, to me at least, seemed to become one of Andy Dalton's favorite targets on this offense. You're nodding. <laughs> I see the bill going up and down. Yes, yes, and I, I appreciate that he, that he juggles and that he picks up the garbage in the locker room after the games. You know, just all good stuff. One other thing I am thankful for is Alvin Kamara press conferences. Amen. Uh, it, one of the things you kind of learn as you go in the locker room a lot is a lot of the players just don't want to talk, you know, and whether it's because they don't have anything to say or that it's just because they don't like talking to the media or whether they're just, you know, maybe just boring people. Like, not all interviews are good, you know, and many and are. Some, some are combative, some are just boring. Never the case with Alvin. There is always, always some sort of entertainment value or just really good um, insight or content that comes out of every single one of his interviews. He tells it like it is, like he's real. He curses a lot, which I think is funny because every time, you know, the TV stations have to do extra work. <laughs> but he's not, even, he's not saying the bad curse words, though. Yeah, he just says shit. Yeah, exactly. Like every seven words. And, you know, it's just, he's just a funny guy. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a bummer that we haven't heard from him more this season. I think that 
he's a guy who really takes losses hard. And he and DeMario have been less talkative this year than I think we've seen in previous seasons. And part of that is because like, not even because they lose, just how they've been losing and how often they've been losing. This is a team that's not used to losing. But I, I am thankful that we still get to talk to Alvin Kamara because I enjoy the guy. Yeah, and part of the fact that his legal issue is still looming is another reason he's yeah. kind of been he's secluded from us, unfortunately. more guarded, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that's almost a situation where I wish we could just resolve and get done with this year since the season hasn't, you know, really been particularly on the up and up and not spill over into next season, but that's not going to be the case. Right. I think if he got suspended the first six games of this season, you still could have gone two and four. Exactly right. Like, and and if he was going to get suspended, that might have that might have driven the Saints to not trade their future first round pick. But either way, you know we're we're past that. Uh, we got a couple more here, Steve. Would you, are you thankful for anything else? I would say I am thankful for a guy like Rashid Shahid, uh, looking another looking towards the future. Uh, keep waiting for him to break one of those uh, kick returns for a TD to provide that spark, but. I think he's going to make someone like Deontay Hardy obviously expendable and not be brought back, so they have a much cheaper option there. But I just see that potential in the return game, at wide at receiver even, and uh, and just looking forward to more of what Rashid Shahid can do. Although you were saying we've been saying his name wrong. Well, I haven't quite been able to figure that out yet. I'm going to see if he's in there uh, this week, Shahid. and I'm going to ask him. Rashid Shahid. If, if 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 we've been saying his name wrong, and I will report back. Full disclosure, we're recording this before Thanksgiving because I don't know about you, but I didn't feel like recording a podcast on Thanksgiving. You don't pay, I don't get paid nearly enough to do that or anything at all, but I'm still here. So count your lucky stars. Plus it would um, be a heavily bourbon infused podcast. Yes, yes. Um, no. And that's my last thing that I am thankful for is that the Saints finally <laughs> are not playing on Thanksgiving. I love watching football on Thanksgiving. But right? I don't want to be a it's part great. of it. And I understand like Saints fans probably enjoy watching the Saints on Thanksgiving. It drives me insane that they had become like the de facto Thanksgiving team. It was fun the one time. Like it was fun the first time, even the second time against Atlanta. You know, it's like, I don't, I don't, I, I want Thanksgiving off. I don't want to work on Thanksgiving, guys. That's no, not amen. Fun for me. That Especially one against they're, they're getting blown out 38 to seven or whatever the heck the score was against the Bills. Like, like that's miserable. And I think I'm honestly, it's not even, I'm not even thankful that the Saints are not on Thanksgiving. I'm thankful that the Bills showed up in New Orleans and beat the bricks off the Saints so bad that the NFL was like, you know what? We're going to go in a different direction. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm very much, you know, and this is posting after Thanksgiving, but like I am very, very excited to just have Thanksgiving where I can just get drunk and eat a bunch of food and watch football games. Uh, and the Giants are playing, you know, so I get to watch, I get to, you know, watch the Giants lose to the Cowboys uninterrupted. And that's, it's always fun. For the me. only negative, though, is the Saints still have practice and locker room coverage. Yeah, but no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing. It's like, you know, life goes on in the NFL. They don't really care about these holidays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they do and they don't. You know, like it's a big holiday for the NFL, but it's a working holiday. Yeah. So, sure, like, yeah. 
you know, I'm, I, I don't plan on going to the practice on Thursday. Um, <laughs> I'm, I mean, it's, I'm just going to be honest. I've already but, gotten grief from the wife already about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be there. Yeah, I mean, it's part of the job, but I don't right. care. Sorry, recording this in advance. But yeah, we're going to have a lot more on like the 49ers for with uh, with a guest. Yes, Al Sacco. Al Sacco. Hopefully that's how you say his name too. Al Sacco. (laughs) I read it as Al Sacco as like one word, like Sacco the puppet, Mr. Sacco. (laughs) Maybe they're related. Maybe is he related to Mr. Sacco? We'll find out. out. Pressing issues next. That's going to be my first question. For, for Mr. Sacco, if he is related to Mr. Sacco. And uh, well, we're going to get to that and a lot more. Stick around on Inside Black and Gold. Time for leftovers. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, <laughs> gobble.